0: How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown,
1: short-handed for LA. Score! Here is Goligowski. He gets leveled at the blue line yes.
0: by Dowdy. Cheer for uh kinda like it.
1: On the right wing side here is the shoots, he's
0: he gone!
1: Oh! Oh! Well Battling through it funnyly. No sense bitching, right? This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. All right, so we've got a pretty familiar story when it comes to the Kings, and it's that they are now down 2-0 to um, the San Jose Sharks in the series. Not the most inspiring, exciting time of my life. I hate lives. everything about this. How? Yeah, it's really rough. And I feel like uh, we were talking about this, you know, because we all watched the game together, and even in 2014, it was like the losses were so devastatingly bad that you could I don't know, even if it wasn't funny, it was, like, something to marvel at. Whereas this, like, losing by one goal in each game, it's just more frustrating than anything. It just didn't
0: seem like reality in 2014. You're like, I cannot believe that they're currently down this many goals. Uh, Like, down two games in this way. Like, in such a dramatic, like, unexpected way. The Kings losing by one goal is, you know, part and parcel with anything that they've ever done. But... In 2014, it just didn't seem like real life. Uh, But now it just, it's making me real sad. It's bringing me down.
1: Yeah, it's a bummer. (laughs) It's just a bummer, is the problem. And even this game didn't really have as much of the craziness as game one had. There was no, like, insane goal from anybody. There were no super weird deflections or... Not even anything super bizarre that you could point to and be like, well, at least it was entertaining in this way. It was just kind of like a game that happened, and the kings weren't very good for parts of it, and then they lost.
0: (laughs) The kings could not finish a pass, uh, start a pass, do anything with a pass for the life of them.
1: That was particularly Luke Shen. Yeah. (laughs) He cannot pass the buck.
0: Luke Shen was particularly useless.
1: Extremely frustrating. Um, like, I don't know, he tried an outlet pass that ended up going to nowhere, and that happened a lot, it felt like. So um, they lose 2-1. The good thing about it is actually when I stepped back and, like, thought about things that happened and looked at some of the numbers, is um, at least they got better as the game went on, and even in the first period, even strength, um, they Like, everybody was like, well, they only have the five shots on goal. They had, like, seven shots on goal through the middle of the game. Um, but they actually had a lot more shot attempts. And I think one of their problems so far in this series, and in general, it feels like the Kings get a lot of shots blocked. But particularly in this series so far, um, it looks like they're having a little bit of trouble getting shots through. So if they can figure that out, that really helps. Because... Um they had like it was like dead even in corsi the first period, and the Kings had the edge in the second period and the third period, which is at least positive if I it was so it.
0: funny about the blocking because not only were their shots being blocked, but their def- like just their clearing attempts were being blocked um, yeah. I don't know who it was, but he had just like a lot of time with the puck was just gonna flip it out you know to the to the center ice and did not happen deflected right back behind him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of shot blocking. The San Jose Sharks defense is so active and aggressive. um, And so far, it seems to be working for them. I mean, like right now, it seems like I guess that's the way to do it. But it it is a pretty risky move, too, because if they start making any mistakes and the Kings have a little bit more luck, they can capitalize on them. Um, But so far, it's created a problem for the Kings. And so that's been disheartening, but interesting to watch. hopefully
0: seeing this trend, that's something that the Kings can – Focus on a little bit more and figure out a way to kind of muffle that defense.
1: Jonathan Quick continues to look super scrambly. So again, the Sharks get a goal on their first shot of the game, which is tough. And it's Joe Uh, Pavelski. I do not.
0: No, I don't like him.
1: I'm very unhappy with him. It seems like he's just, like, his line, and Daryl Sutter also said this, he was like, look, the difference in the series so far is a Joe Pavelski line, which is very true. And it's similar kind of to when the Kings put that 70s line together in 2014 and suddenly um, they had much more offense because that 70s line had started on a tear that continued through a chunk of the playoffs. So at least it's, like, it's frustrating that that line is causing such a nightmare for the Kings right now. But it's also like, if they can just figure out how to keep Joe Pavelski from scoring um, and that line from scoring, that unit, they have a chance.
0: (laughs) I don't know what to do about him, though. He has been scoring the first goal on his first shot in both games so far, (laughs) and he's a real thorn in my side.
1: Yeah. Good news for the Kings is that Marion Gabbert came back. So he is healthy. He was cleared off IR. And I thought he was really good, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the first game back. So I'm looking forward to him just getting stronger and faster. And Daryl sort of did some line shifting and whatnot throughout the game, as he is sometimes want to do. But he was asked about like Gabrick in particular, if there was a reason. And he was like, no, he's been out for a while. So he just wanted to give him opportunity on both left wing and right wing. He did some sort sh- shifts, went out with different people, just to sort of get him back into it. Um, and I think he did w- really well, so I'm hopeful that in the next game, he can make even more of an impact.
0: Yeah, he definitely had a few shot attempts, and he had some good like opportunities in front of the net. Um, didn't go in, obviously, but still, he was looking good for being injured and out for so long.
1: Yeah, I think he was one of the Kings' best forwards in Game 2, so that was exciting for me, personally, because I think they do need a little, you know, hit, the dynamic that he offers um, when he comes into the lineup. and is a threat on the ice, so hopefully more of that. Um, they also put Nick Shore in, who had a little bit of a rough game. McBain was in because Alec Martinez is injured and stayed out. No real update on his status and whether or not it is long-term, day-to-day, whatever. So right now he's just out, <laughs> and we'll see what happens from there.
0: McBain was fine. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he's okay. I have no problem with McBain, really. I have no, n- I have McBain, no really. real opinions on McBain. Like, he's not so bad that I am annoyed when he is on. He's not so great that I'm going to be singing his praises, but he's, like, serviceable.
1: Yeah, he's he's been fine. And particularly in the role that they've put him in, like, they don't... Ask, they don't put him on the top pairing they don't ask him to do a whole lot <laughs> and he's been fine with what they've asked him to do so I have no complaints with him stepping in I think like the concern is like the Kings need a top four guy but even Martinez wasn't consistently good this season so that's kind of a question mark they've had all year and they've been a pretty good team in general and I think even though it's like a uh, playoff series is not long enough for like the numbers to sort of even out I think the kings could still figure out how to be good enough defensively that um, they could win this series and other series. So the one goal that was scored, that was kind of a ridiculous moment (laughs) because it was another situation where the Kings were on the power play and they had, it seemed like they had so much room and opportunity. Martin Jones was down and like stayed there (laughs) and couldn't figure out how to get back up. And yet it took (laughs) so much for the Kings to finally put the puck in the net. And it was Vinny LaCombe. Yeah, watching (laughs)
0: Martin Jones after he kind of like fell down a little bit, trying to get his feet under him and just... Not being able to and scooching around um, to try to block the goal. If the Kings hadn't scored, then I probably would have just given up. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank goodness they did.
1: <laughs> it was gonna be so heartbreaking if they could not manage to score there because it seemed like they had every opportunity everything that could go right was going right and yet that bug would not get in the net um finally finally they made it happen I think pr- in particular a funny thing was like watching Tanner Pearson just like bail over somebody <laughs> somehow <laughs> um disaster shenanigans there were a couple of times on one, the right? other
0: end of the ice where there was just a lot of play in front of Jonathan quick and someone has just Someone like just dove into the net, like yeah. mid play. Yeah. Like the puck was still in play, like elsewhere. But he just like was trying not to hit anyone, so just dove into the net and then I don't know, brushed it off and like scooted out and <laughs> continued on with the play. Fair right.
1: Oh, there was the shot block the Shen had, which was. I mean, it, it's unfortunate that it came to that because Jonathan Quick was out of position and the defense had allowed scrambling to happen. But I thought it was just funny watching. Both Quick tried to save the puck, and then Luke Shen ended up – like get, I think he got like, yeah. hit in the arm or yeah. the wrist or something, but he fell back like so <laughs> dramatically. Um, so that was an entertaining moment, at least. There's
0: a lot of scrambling with like forwards and defensemen behind Quick. At one point, Quick was in front of the net, but there was also three Kings players standing behind him <laughs> as yeah. not playing, just being extra bodies, I yeah. suppose. So that was, and that happened fairly frequently, which was very frustrating because it seemed, it seemed like Jonathan Quick couldn't control any rebounds that um, he happened to give out, and that was like one of the goals that, or the Logan Couture goal. Yeah, uh, that ended up happening is like he made he made a great save, and then just couldn't contain that, and it was was there's like a huge open net because he was sliding so far um, out of position, and it was just so frustrating to see because. Even if the Sharks didn't score, you constantly saw him just like sliding halfway across the ice and then trying to scramble back in front of the net.
1: He is definitely like being aggressive is part of what makes him an entertaining goaltender. But it also like when he gets in these periods where he cannot chill out, it is frustrating because you're like, just take a breath. (laughs) You don't need to slide halfway across the ice.
0: Please chill.
1: (laughs) Um, And and he needs that right now. I don't know who tells him to chill out. Is it supposed to be Bill Randford? Somebody just tell him to calm down. Like, I think he's also maybe like, I, I don't know. Is it because the defense is kind of sloppy? So he feels like he has to overcommit to make up for it? Or um, is it, what is going through his head? (laughs) Please stop it, though. Get back to what you were doing before when things were really cool. Yeah, I
0: don't know what it is about these first two games that have had him just, like, scrambling. Like, I can't imagine that it's a mental block. It's like, you know, they're the Sharks. We've beat them before, so why just do it again? So I can't imagine that it's some sort of, like, mental, like, oh, we have so much to prove or anything like that. Like, I'm not sure what's, getting uh
1: jonathan quick all riled up how do you feel about game three like going into it do you have any expectations do you feel hope do you feel resignation well right now i just
0: feel exhausted about all of the games um i'm hoping that they win um i do not want to see them go down three in the series i do not like even if that means uh obviously i Um, Even though it's kind of grasping at straws, like, what if they do a reverse sweep? I don't care. I do not want to see them go down 3-0 in this series. I would be furious. There's
1: no way that they go down three games and manage to come back again. And I don't... Here's my thing about Hockey Fandom and Hockey Twitter is... We all... I'm not leaving us out of it because we've done it too. But everybody reuses the same jokes. And I cannot deal (laughs) with reverse sweep jokes again, especially when this time it would be highly unlikely that they make it through. I just can't do it. I don't want to deal with it. Please win game three. (laughs) Make people come up with different things. Thank you.
0: (laughs) I I didn't really like the uh, anxiety that I was feeling all through the last portions of 2014 where any loss to a game was like the death knell for them, so...
1: Right, right. I like
0: I like an easier time personally as a fan. So if they could just win this and still be in it, that'd be great. Yeah, um, um, I'm I'm feeling okay about it. I don't know the the Sharks have been an excellent road team the entire regular season, so that continued um, in these two games against uh, the Kings, and also they've been an excellent power play team, and they had plenty of opportunities. I'm hoping that something changes when they go to the cage.
1: Yeah, I think and they haven't been as good as, at home, the Sharks, so I think it's entirely possible. Um, This kind of reminds me a little bit of, a little bit, not exactly the same, the series that the Kings had against the Ducks in 2014, where it was like the road teams won the games. And Because I don't think, as disappointing as the Kings have been at times, they haven't been terrible. Like, at 5-on-5 five five, in Game 2, they were either even or outplayed the Sharks. And so, like, the most annoying part has actually been the number of penalties that they take, both because it changes the momentum of the game and because the Sharks have good special teams. So if they can be more disciplined, I think they have a real shot. They haven't been terrible. They just haven't been good enough so far. So yeah, I, I feel like go up there. The Sharks aren't as good in their own building. They have It's totally possible for them to come back to LA with a series tied, and I hope they do that. I think they can, I just hope And they it's
0: really, I hope that they also come out strong, because that was one of the things with yesterday's game, was that yeah. they were sloppy and terrible and couldn't get anything together for the first half of the game, and then, uh, I think we we were talking before, like, that offside call that was called on Lucic was kind of the turning point into mm-hmm. them being like, okay, we need to, you know, settle down and, and do this, and they got much, much better, and in the last... I mean, they scored their one goal. If given a little bit more time, they probably would have tied it up, but that's at that point, you know, it's too late. So hopefully, they get into the groove of things earlier in the game so that they're not left scrambling and desperate at the end. Yeah,
1: that's what I hope for. So, pull it together, win game three, save us (laughs) from reverse sweep um, madness. (laughs) Uh, And... I don't know. Yeah, managed to tie the series up. It's possible they're a good team. I think that is the thing is like at least it's not like there's some of the other teams who've come into the playoffs really injured or who are like you know if you watch like Caps Flyers, I think everybody knows the Flyers are not as good as the Capitals. Um or like the Stars and the Wild, it's like the Wild have been beaten up <laughs> <laughs> so much already. It like the Kings can come back. So it's like you don't have to feel totally dejected even though it's like a bummer right now yeah,
0: they definitely have it, it's not a lost cause they can definitely come back and and win this uh and i hope that they do
1: make game three exciting please please all right i think that's pretty good that's all we got uh more Marion and Gabrick, less penalties more consistency tell jonathan quick to chill out win game three <laughs> <laughs> cool our notes for and the game. those are our team notes <laughs> yeah All right, everybody, we will talk to you after Game 3. Hopefully it's a win, so we can be pumped. Um, And until then, take care of yourselves, friends. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.